Let's start with the bass line. This is a low D, we're at 80 beats per minute in 4-4 four, four timing. Just meaning that everything is based around this count of 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. That measure is just looped, and within that space, we are dropping bass notes. Within that count of 4, we can find a count of 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. We call those eighth notes. We can double that to 16th notes. We can double that to 32nd notes. Rhythmically and tonally, these are the basis for all music you hear in your day, in your life. It is the basis, thus calling it the bass. <laughs> this is the baseline for how humanity has built what we call music. And music is based around these concepts called loops. Even just when you hear a tone, it is a loop, a frequency, a vibration. It is things hitting other stuff rapidly at an even pace. If we were to slow this bass line down an insane amount, you would just hear basically a series of clicks. But when the clicks happen so quickly, our brains interpret them as a single tone. And we can do some interesting things here. We can double the amount um, of cycles per second and get the same note, but higher. So it's the same note. We just doubled the cycles per second. And so then we get the same note, but at a higher octave that we call. Uh, that's what we call that. Okay, back to the sick as low D. And there are different ratios that we can, you know, do a two to one instead of a one to one, a three to one, and get different notes. The same concepts live within rhythm. We can double the beats per minute and get this. Now we're at 160 beats per minute. And just like before with the tones, we can either double it or do a different ratio. What happens if we took that 80 beats per minute and we just increased it by 50% instead of 100%. Now we're at 120 beats per minute, much faster than the original 80, not nearly as fast as that 160. That 160 made me wanna go run the fuck away. This makes me wanna get up and move my body. And why is that? It is linked to our heart rate and its beats per minute. So now, there we go. We have slowed it down to the low resting BPM of a heart rate. Our body's movement and our heart rate are linked and also so are our thoughts. Back up to 80 beats per minute because this is a good pace to talk to. 80 to 90 beats per minute is usually about the rate in which we speak to each other. It's not so resting that we feel like laying down. It's a sit up and have a conversation uh, beat per minute. And we will drive along this conversation because one note repeated over and over tends to drive us, especially if it's in rhythm. If it is just one single note forever, just ooh, we call that a drone. But repetitive rhythm moves us. It's, it keeps us focused. Back in the good old days, about a bajillion years ago, we figured out by observing nature how to use this thing called rhythm 
and tone to start to communicate with each other in ways that we never could before. We would pluck a vine. We would pluck some guts of an animal that we hunted and get these tones. But before we ever really figured out tones or even how to sing, we were hitting stuff like this. What we're hearing here is two drums, a bass drum and a snare drum. The bass drum is like a big barrel with an animal skin on the top. It has a lower tone because it takes longer for those um, sound waves to cycle through. Now it doesn't take as long in the snare drum because it's much smaller and then we've added a little bit of things on the bottom of the animal hide to give it this, this little rattle sound. In this concept, this relationship with the low tone and the higher tone, we call the boom and the bap, the pop and the snap. You can very easily emulate this by stomping your feet and clapping your hands. And that's probably how we started putting these things together when we started figuring out this whole music shit. And for a long time, this is basically what a lot of music was. You had root, a root tone, and rhythm. In most cultures, this is basically most of music for a really long time. And we don't know how long and we don't know how long ago. It could have been a million years. We have a rough idea of when melody and harmony was introduced or when we sort of discovered it, but we could be completely wrong. But what we do know is that this seems to be encoded in our DNA. It seems like it's been with us for a very, very long time. And every time you strip away things and new genres come up, they start with this. Anytime there's music made by the people, it starts with root and rhythm. And obviously, there are more instruments and more ways of going about this than just those low things, right? You can take this smaller instrument, but you can find the same frequencies and play the same thing. But along the lines, somebody said, what if we just screwed with the pitch a little bit when it hit that octave? And then when you combine all these things together... You start to create this thing that can put you in a trance, that can get you into this loop of frequencies. Frequencies that are already there. They were there the whole time. But the unique thing that humanity learned to do and taught itself and each other to do along the course of a bajillion years is to manipulate these frequencies. And we learn how to add and subtract things within these loops so that we can manipulate the drive on the feeling and the emotions of any situation. So here we have added a hi-hat in the background. And what it's doing is operating at twice the speed. Um, just like we did earlier when we doubled up the whole thing. So we have this nice balance going on where we have this slow thing and then oh look at there there's some crash symbols to emphasize that something maybe is coming or maybe it's just all gonna drop off and there we have it emotional manipulation at its finest and we haven't even gotten into harmony yet harmony chords the tonality the relationship between notes there's so much i can and will say about that but i think we don't talk enough about 
this. The power of root and rhythm and dynamics. That's the thing, is when you only can live within these parameters, you can't just present this giant wall of sound the whole time. You have to giveth and taketh away. You must rely on dynamics. So often when I'm working with a new songwriter, or someone who's felt stuck. They feel like they need to know more chords. They feel like they need more fancy stuff, more fancy chords, and then and then their songwriting will magically be better. That's the key, Joey. I, I need more fancy chords. I need to learn more fancy rhythmic things. And, and that's just not that's just not how it works, buddy. It's all about dynamics. It's all about what do you take away and when do you do it and what do you add? How hard do you hit the thing? How fast do you go? It's all about dynamics. And then we can start with a simple foundation of mostly one note and maybe one added second note and using dynamics, we can build something kind of cool, kind of interesting, even using lots of different techniques and instruments. is brought to you by hitting stuff with other stuff it's how sound is made and stuff well hi buddy <laughs> we did this a little differently than we have been doing episodes um let's talk about that let's break it down so what you just heard was this kind of experiment that's what this podcast is mostly going to be is a bunch of experiments and it's essentially a pilot episode for a podcast about music theory uh, and music education and that kind of thing. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, I think I liked it. Definitely these episodes would be shorter. And so 
The idea with these sort of spin-off podcasts is that they would be dropped like a Netflix show. They would be dropped a whole season at once. Uh, I, you'll also hear one about autism here pretty soon, probably in the next episode. I have this note that I keep pinned to the top of my notes app, and it just says, uh, there's a couple of them that just are reminded me of what I'm doing, but this one in particular says, freestyled audiobooks. That's essentially what I want to make. It's how I want to teach, it's how I want to make my teaching materials, even perhaps what you just heard, you'll eventually see um, the audio with some visuals on the top. And I know we've been talking a lot about the doing and productivity, and we're going to kind of steer away from that. More on that in a little bit, because I think I want to talk about that, um, how well that went for me. But I just love this format, and in the spirit of being open, like I spent like 20 minutes just psyching myself out again. And then I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know I want to do something around like the root note, the root of what is music. And so I'm just going to start with the baseline. I'm not going to worry about the format because I'm just going to let the format form, so to speak. You can go and listen to the prototype of me podcasting. I don't know what I'll do with it in the future. Maybe, maybe I'll turn it into like what you just heard will be the resurgence of How to Song. How to Song has had many different things for a while. It was like a live show that I did on YouTube, but its first start was me in the studio picking apart music as I made it. I really like the um, the show Song Exploder. So the thought was like, what if what if an artist made a Song Exploder type episode every time they made a song? So that's available. I haven't made episodes in years, but there is a whole season uh, where you can hear me make music and talk about it as I make it. But this feels like now finally I'm doing with what the help ish what I set out to be. The first four episodes were very similar, but that's just just because that was the mood that I was in at the time. And it turns out, you know, I have lots of ideas for these unscripted freestyle audiobooks. Um, what I didn't have was the idea to make one about productivity and motivation and all that stuff. I kind of hate the whole industry of like productivity influencers. There's some that I've really learned a lot, but just for the most part, it's just a bunch of bullshit. But the feedback that I got from those first few episodes was that uh, people found it motivational and really insightful and really helpful. So that will be sort of skipping to the front of the line. So the thing that I'm going to be working on the most is whatever this music thing is, some sort of autism one and then a productivity one. All while keeping this going... Um, and just using this podcast to practice. Um, there will be one about the Hollywood strike coming up soon. And also I've been doing a bunch of writing, so there'll be some podcasts. It's just me reading writing, so I need to get better at that. But this, this particular feed that you have subscribed to, um, this is a long haul, a long ride. And I'm glad that you're here. It's interesting because the last episode, super heavy on the songs. There was a lot of songs on music. This one has a lot of music, but not a whole lot of songs. And there's part of me, a little nagging part that's like, you gotta be consistent. And no, I don't. That's not what this is for. There will be other podcasts that will be 
insanely consistent. But for this, it has my name on it for a reason. What the helpish is going on? What the helpish am I making? And when I first started, I had the idea that I'd do maybe once a week um, for like an hour. Um, but it's looking like on between 15 and 20 minutes seems to be creatively like the spot for me. Um, and it looks like We'll see once I have a bunch made, but maybe it's twice a week. There's a lot of podcasts that I listen to that are short and twice a week, and I like them. Um, we shall see. Basically, the reason would it would be twice a week is if I make too many. I'm not really worried, especially with this podcast, about trying to capture an audience. I can do that later. I'm trying to be me. And talk to the audience I already have. Which is small, and uh, that's fine, and I love them. I love you. Anyway, chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably have my phone number. (laughs) Let me know how this went. Uh, Let me know what you think of this one in particular. uh, Because it's for you. Especially if you're my student. That's basically who's listening to my podcast right now. And thank you for listening and being a part of this journey. And I hope you have a badass day. And I love you.